So my dad passed away in 2015. We weren't talking and it took a month for his family to track me down. Before I ever knew he was gone, I started hearing from him in heaven. It consumed me. How is communication with the other side even possible? I left my corporate gig, studied with spiritual teachers on every coast, and worked with my angels to figure out the answers. Today, my mission is teaching you how to raise your vibration, shift your thoughts, trust your intuition, develop your unique spiritual gifts, and connect with your loved ones and angels on the other side. Friends, when you have these tools, life really does become heaven on earth. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are here with Keisha Tower. She is the host of her own podcast, The Kentucky Mama. She's been a mother for six years. She's been pregnant six times, and three have resulted in miscarriages. Three were successful pregnancies. She's experienced different postpartum mood disorders after each, including the miscarriages and has been in therapy for over six years. One of those years was EMDR therapy and says it completely transformed her life. So Keisha, I'm having you on the show today because this is something that we as moms don't, I think, talk about as, as much as it needs to be talked about. And it's something that comes through oftentimes in sessions. What I've learned about myself over the last year is that we can't all be experts at all things. And, you know, this is just an area where I'd love to know more myself because there are so many things that we go through as human beings and we don't know if we haven't been through it, how to be there in support of someone else. So thank you for being brave enough to share your story on your podcast. And thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Definitely. Like you said, you know, I definitely, um, I talk about these things. I try to talk about the real and the raw and authentic side of motherhood because I found myself in a place of, Oh my goodness, what is happening? Like I didn't know about this and I didn't know these things could happen, so to speak. So as you said, I've been pregnant multiple times. My very first pregnancy, I was pregnant with twins and it resulted in miscarriage and I lost both. So kind of from that point in my life, um, I never enjoyed being pregnant because I was always scared something was going to be taken away from me, you know? So it was like the, I was never the glowing like pregnant woman with her hands on her belly because I was, I was living in a state of fear every single time I was pregnant. And basically for me, it went miscarriage, successful pregnancy, miscarriage, successful pregnancy, miscarriage, successful pregnancy. So it was, those times were very hard, you know, being pregnant kind of back to back for, you know, six, seven years, that takes a toll on your, you know, your body physically, but then also mentally and emotionally, definitely. And after, you know, after the miscarriage, my very first miscarriage, I was definitely having major depression and major anxiety, but I totally brushed it off as anything postpartum because I almost didn't feel I deserved it or I wasn't worthy of feeling those things because I didn't have a physical baby to bring home with me. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So I kind of just brushed it off. I like brushed those feelings off. So you swept it under. Do you feel like you swept it under the rug and did that come back out through therapy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally swept it under the rug. You know, I was kind of like, I mean, sure, I'm sad. Like I lost, you know, two babies and it's like, wouldn't everybody be sad? But I kind of had had the feeling that I just needed to get over it, so to speak. I wasn't really allowed grief or, you know, just like setting with my feelings in general. I just didn't feel I deserved it just because I, I just didn't have a physical baby to say, okay, this, this is the reason why, like, it was like the miscarriage wasn't enough. And that, that's further from the truth. I mean, a miscarriage is enough, you know, and in that moment in time, I just didn't know that. So a lot of what I hear you saying right now too, is that it's that fear monster that swirls inside our heads. Right. And like, I can't even imagine what that would be like to go through that, you know, for almost six years of your life, six pregnancies to live in that state. Because when I feel fear, I feel the energy within my physical body at a different vibrational frequency where you feel like your heart's pounding more, you feel more tension, you feel just this, this vibration that's kind of icky that you just don't want to be in 24 seven. Were you able to in those last pregnancies, were you able to kind of learn tools to step out of it while you were in the pregnancy itself? Yes. So my very last pregnancy. So it took me, you know, six pregnancies, you know, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't realize that like emotional trauma or like mental trauma was a thing. I kind of equated trauma to physical abuse and I didn't have that ever. So I was just kind of like, okay, I'm like a typical person. But then as I started therapy, and as I started digging into these things, I'm like, okay, I have feelings that I've never dealt with. And like my kids would trigger them. And I'm like, I have to deal with this stuff. So then that's kind of when I started the EMDR therapy. And along with EMDR therapy, I kind of got into like Reiki healing and shamanic healing, stuff like that. And I went and seen a practitioner in in conjunction with therapy. I seen a, a Reiki healer often. I actually just became like a Reiki master so I can like help myself, you know, with those things, with all of that said, it's kind of like you prefaced it with, you don't know what you don't know. And I held all these things in my body and I had no idea. I had no idea like what it was, like why I was always kind of like my stomach hurt, my back hurt, my back and my shoulders have always hurt from like carrying the burdens of myself and carrying the burdens of others, so to speak. And then it was kind of when I got into like the Reiki healing and shamanic healing is when I learned that, oh, the body holds on to these traumas and the body holds on to these energies and until we deal with them, basically. So all of that was super interesting to me to like delve into, so to speak. And I I look at myself seven years ago and I'm like unrecognizable. Like, honestly, I'm totally unrecognizable. I just, I truly think just in conjunction with all of those therapies together, it's truly changed my life for the better. Isn't that amazing? That's so amazing. I love that. One thing that my, like, you know, I went and seen, so I also see an intuitive artist and she just, she like reads your energy and through like spirit and stuff like that. I see her annually. I'm actually going to see her in two days. So I'm really excited. She kind of opened my eyes up to a lot of things where as you start to deal with your past traumas and things of that nature and you grow emotionally, you also grow spiritually. And I never 
again, was never exposed to anything like that. I was kind of like, when she said that to me, like three years ago, I was like, well, this is interesting. I didn't even know this was a thing. So let's do this. So it's kind of at that point is when I started to become interested in more of a spiritual practice and things of that nature. And like I said, in conjunction with all of that, it has helped me kind of just pull out of this, literally six years of depression and anxiety, all in relation to uh, motherhood. I've got a few announcements. This month's winner of the drawing is Mackenzie Payne, who gets one free session with me. Email me a screenshot of your five-star positive review on Apple Podcasts, Google Business, or my Facebook page for your chance to win next month. Details are in the show notes. Friends, in the Angel Membership in June 2021, Archangel Raphael and I are teaching you self-energy healing 101 and chakras 101. You'll learn how to give yourself an energy healing session, techniques to keep your energy clear, and how you can heal your own energy field. To join this course live or replay at any time, sign up for the Angel Membership Program today. Also, a new class of the Angel Reiki School begins on June 1st. Join this separate program to develop your unique spiritual gifts and become an Angel Reiki Master. I'm still offering private readings. To book one, sign up for our weekly angel email. Once a month, you'll get an email that contains a link to book your session online. One more thing, I am loving spending time with you live and answering your questions over on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Follow me on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new video content. Thanks for your support and for sharing this podcast with your people. Okay, so let's walk people through that because that's like a lot to unpack, right? You know, and I think that we all have different forms of awakening stories, right? Where these are the people that we were supposed to be in this lifetime, but the way and the path that we're going to get to it is each different for each one of us. Mm -hmm. So there's so many people out there who are struggling with infertility right now or who have had a miscarriage who are holding this anxiety within themselves, walk them through the path that kind of helped you. And maybe not everybody who's listening is going to have the same experience, but perhaps your insight just helps give them some nuggets of wisdom. And really that's for anybody who's holding fear in any way. You can take it and apply the same concepts. Yeah, for me, for me personally, I had to get into somewhat of a routine to to put in a spiritual practice basically like every day. People have told me for so many years, you know, all the people I've talked to, all the, like the energy healers, everything like that, meditate, 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 ground yourself, ground yourself. And I'm like, can I be honest with you? Like, I really don't like doing this stuff. Like if I'm being really honest and we get it, like they're like, we get it, we get it. But just, you know, the point I was trying to make it like a huge ordeal, like, okay, 30 minutes a day or something like that. And they're just like, no, start with literally setting with yourself for like one minute, 
upset with yourself for one minute. On some days, one minute is hard, but on the days I do it, it's like great. And I sit with myself and I center myself and I ground myself and grounding myself has been really, it's for me, grounding is literally going and sticking my feet in the grass or taking a bath or something like that. I mean that, and I I never realized how healing that could be for me. Again, that's, that's my personal thing. Another thing that I do daily, I pull a tarot card daily. And that has been really helpful because it just kind of like sets the intention for the day. And I really, I really like that as well. I do a lot of things like around like new moon and full moon stuff. I set intentions around new moon stuff. And then I release around full moons. I mean, just, I mean, I journal often. I mean, for me, I feel like it's very simple things. Like uh, I felt like I needed it seven year, you know, seven years ago, me, I needed to make it this huge, big ordeal where I sat down and journaled for like an hour or, you know, I had to make it this huge elaborate thing. And I think that's kind of the message I would like to send, especially people going through things of this nature. Like, you know, we say, you know, we don't have the time to do, to do all the, all these things, but if you do small intentional things and start small with whatever fits your lifestyle, there, there, there's so much out there. There's so much that again, that's just that those are just my things that help me and kind of just like, and I'm a morning person. So I like doing these things in the morning. Maybe you're not a morning person, you know, so it's to each is their own. You know, I was laying in bed before I was going to fall asleep the other night and this happens so often that I had to put like a pen and paper next to my bed just so that I can like jot it down because these things just come in. And if you don't write them down there, you're going to lose it. And so they had me write down cause it, it came in subtle shifts, big changes, subtle shifts, comma, big changes. And so I was like, okay, well, what is this? You know, so I, I'm sitting here writing it down. All, I think, growing up, because you and I, I don't know, we kind of look like we're around the same age, millennials, right? It seemed like if you were going to do this or do that and make these huge shifts in your life, that they had to be these monumental things, these huge mountains that had to be so hard. And really, this lesson that Spirit has been bringing into my life lately is it's not, right? Yes, I feel that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. They're small, subtle shifts. It's our belief if whether or not those are actually going, it's our belief that we can make change and those subtle shifts that actually make it happen. So it's really interesting as I'm walking people through this year long uh, membership program where we're going through, and really it's not just for a year because we'll go into other stuff afterwards, but there's a new course each month. As we've been diving into this, you know, spirit has been piggybacking on, okay, we'll just start in oneness, right? Just like get into that meditative state, get into highest vibration that is, sit with God for a couple minutes each morning. And then they're adding on to it the next month. Okay, well now spend some time each week with your angels and let's carve out this time here. And what they're doing is helping people every month. If you go through the material slowly, like month by month, you can really see where you're starting to integrate these subtle changes that are going to make these huge huge shifts. And that's what spiritual practice is, right? It's not like, okay, everybody who's spiritual is sitting in lotus position for eight hours a day. No, you like ingrain and you weave it into your life where it's like this beautiful, I don't know, tapestry or quilt of your own making and your life is what you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
I really, yes, I, I do. I feel that a hundred percent, you know, cause I'm on this new venture as well. I'm about to open up my own business and it's, it's literally, it's 1% each day. Like you literally have to put forth the effort for like the 1% each day. Like this doesn't happen overnight and it's not supposed to happen overnight. I think a lot of people get caught up in like the overnight success type of thing. And in my opinion, I think that's few and far between. And not to mention like, doesn't it mean more when you put in your 1% each day, you know, and then when it finally you get to your hundred percent, it's like, man, I created this, you know? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And that's what it is. You know, I think we see it as small, but but no, those subtle shifts, they really create this massive change over time. So let me ask you this, you know, we talk a lot here about the egoic mind and I know I'm kind of going back a little bit, but you know, how did you cope with your miscarriages? I didn't, I didn't in the moment. I didn't again, kind of like I said, uh, you know, prior, it was kind of one of those things where it was kind of like, okay, Keisha, you need to get over it, you know, move on type of thing. And that's, that's such a shame. It's such a shame that in that moment, I felt like that. It wasn't until I got into therapy and kind of realized like, oh, yeah, there are feelings there that haven't been dealt with. And yeah, you do need to cry a lot over that. And it's okay to like cry over that. You know, I think I think a lot of people think too, if we just kind of get over it and move on, like, you know, time heals everything type of thing. Your body remembers everything though, you know, and for me, if you don't deal with that in that moment, it's going to come back until you deal with it type of thing. So I kind of dealt with all three miscarriages in the EMDR therapy, and it was about six crying sessions of me just crying pretty much and just releasing like all of the pent up sadness and grief and anger and fear and anxiety and depression and it wasn't like I was instantly healed, but it was just like, I feel like I could breathe again a little bit. And that was really, that was really nice to finally kind of be able to like deal with it again. I just, I just didn't, you know, one of my miscarriages I had at work in the bathroom stall and I stayed at work. Like, no, it was during, yeah. And I didn't like, yeah. I mean, it was just, It was just one of those things. I just, in that moment, again, prior me, before I get emotionally and spiritually awakened, you know, um, I just thought I had to be at work. Nothing else matters except being at work right now. And again, that couldn't have been further from the truth, you know? So that one, that one always kind of like sticks out just because I was just like, what, what in the world was I thinking? Like, what was I doing? (laughs) So you really weren't processing it in the moment. You weren't processing it. So how did it hit you later on? Like, and what was that moment like where you realized, oh, I've got a lot of unprocessed stuff here? Yeah. So when I was talking about the intuitive artist, you know, I kind of, it was, I was 27 years old. So now I'm 33. So I was 27 and I just started having a feeling like, something, something's got to change. Like I'm meant for more, like something has to change. I can't explain it. So then I started with this intuitive artist and she basically, like I said, read your energy and paints it. It's beautiful painting that you get to take home. And she like reads what spirit, you know, communicates to her and stuff. And the, just the messages that were coming through were just like, aligning with what I was feeling. And I did not trust like my instinct, my gut, my intuition, any of that. I didn't know what any of that was, you know, five years ago. I I just didn't. And, you know, 
how many people are taught to like not listen to their gut feeling, unfortunately, you know? So as I just kind of kept going to see this artist, I was just like, she's right. Like there is something here. Like there is something more. And so then she like did Reiki on me and I was like, okay, now what? Like, I was just like, I kept reaching for more. Like, what else can I do? Like, what else can I do to like tap into this higher self? Like what else could like, for me, I just wanted more. Like, I just remember like when I got a taste, like I just, I kept wanting more and kept wanting more. And in that moment, especially in the beginning, she would kind of validate everything I was feeling. So who doesn't love validation? Right. I mean, you know, but it was just like, for someone who was not confident and so unsure of herself, like that was refreshing. You know, it was refreshing to have your feelings and your thoughts kind of like validated. So that's kind of what kind of it just, you know, like I said, kept pulling me in. But now I can kind of validate my own thoughts and processes, you know, and I'm just like, okay, this is what it's supposed to be. Like, this is what it's supposed to feel like to be like an emotionally and spiritually like okay in person basically. That's amazing. That's amazing. So what steps did you take? Like once you really knew like it was postpartum depression, once you knew it was anxiety, what, what steps did you take or what advice could you give to other folks listening of what they can do? Yes. For me, when I kind of acknowledged again, I'm in this, in the moment I was, you know, six years ago, I'm in this place of not being able to name emotions, not knowing how I was feeling. I just knew I wasn't feeling right. I was crying at my desk every day after work. So kind of when I acknowledged it, I was six months postpartum with my first child. So my second pregnancy. And I I called my husband and I was like, this is not the baby blues. This is six months postpartum. Like something, this is not the baby blues. Like something is not right. Like I am worried. I am like OCD. Things are not okay with me. Like I am not okay. I've never felt like this in my whole life. And I was like, I think I need to start therapy. So it was at that point, And even I would even say at that point, like therapy wasn't like a widely like talked about thing, you know, and now I'm like shouting it from the rooftops, like go to therapy, go to therapy. Like you want to hear about my therapy appointment today? But like in that time, it was just like, I wouldn't say shameful, but it was just kind of like, you're not supposed to scream it from the rooftops, you know? And I mean, that was even six years ago. So I started that, you know, started talking to like this unbiased person who was giving me insight and input on, you know, things to do. And she mentioned, she was like, do you work out? And I said, no. She was like, I mean, I'd always kind of been athletic, but like not, especially like postpartum, definitely wasn't doing anything. She was like, you should, you need to do like a very like high intensity workout and like see how you feel. And I had kind of been wanting to start CrossFit and she kind of like gave me the push to do it. And while it didn't fix everything, but with therapy, you know, developed the obvious tools to like be aware, you know, how to deal with things as they come on anxiety, depression in conjunction with CrossFit. So CrossFit, like basically stabilizes your mood. If you're super anxious, you know, if you go in the morning, it like makes you ready for your day. If you go at night, you get to be able to chill out. Um, I've been doing therapy and CrossFit ever since that day, pretty much. And just those two. And again, I'm not saying you have to do CrossFit by any means, because I know a lot of people probably don't like that, but just go for a walk every day, like get out in the sun. It's, you know, it's, if it's a beautiful day, you know, go for it to spend Oh my lips. I wish someone would have told me how much I needed my alone time, how much your alone time matters. Yeah. Um, 
but it was with therapy and some sort of like exercise routine. It, it, it doesn't even have to be 30, maybe 10 minutes. Do something, move your body for like 10, move the, when you move, you move that energy in your body and stuff. I mean, it, it helps so much, but those two things were so critical, so critical in my recovery for sure. Amazing. Amazing. So what was that like, you know, like getting into that and was it a big change or is that another thing where it was like subtle shifts, big changes? Were the therapy and CrossFit together or? The CrossFit alone. Oh yeah. I was was so so scared. (laughs) I was so scared. So scared. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like so meant to be. It was so meant to be. Because as I'm saying that, like literally next week, I'm announcing to the world that I'm opening a CrossFit gym. So, I mean, it's totally, yeah, it's totally like a full circle, I mean, thing. So getting into CrossFit was a very scary, you know, everyone sees the big weights and they're like, oh my God, I could never do that, you know, but it's just like, no one shows you like the beginner stuff. Like you can do these things and you can like, you don't have to lift the big weights to make a difference. You can lift the little weights and you can there's so many modifications and stuff for movements, but in that, with all that said, I think my husband was very aware of how necessary this kind of was for me. So we're like creatures of habit, like schedule. And I'm just like, okay, I have to do this. We have to make this happen. And he was like, I hear you go do it. So to have that support obviously was fantastic. Cause I know like everyone doesn't have that. I'm so grateful to have that support, you know, because how often do you go now? Yeah. Well, or back then or then I was going like three days a week, which was plenty, plenty for me. Now I've, I've worked myself up to like five day, five, six days a week. It just depends, you know, it depends on the week pretty much, but pretty consistently with five. That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I would have never imagined again, my six, six years <laughs> ago self would have never imagined this is where I would be at by any means. So Talk to me about like angel stories. As you had these three miscarriages, did you get any God winks or, you know, signs that they were okay or? I think now, I I don't think, I know, like I know now I do. I have several actually, you know, shorter stories, but so we moved into the, the house that I'm currently in. We moved into this house five years ago. So one did not take place here, but the other two basically did. And obviously not here, but just as we lived in this house. So in this house, I have definitely saw like the shadow figures, things of that nature that uh, that would be like resemble like the same size as, you know, what my children would be at that time. I have woke up so many nights to someone's like playfully screaming mom. And I like wake up and all, all of my kids are asleep. All of my other kids are asleep, like dead asleep. And I'm just like, I know I didn't dream that. Like, I know I did not dream that. And it's funny that we're talking about this because literally within the past week, I woke up one time in the middle of the night and it was as if I was on my side and it was as if someone was like kind of laying on me. And as I like got up, like they got up with me. It was that one. That one really hit me like. Yeah. You could feel the presence of them right there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. 
as I do this podcast, I let spirit just bring through the questions, which is, you know, I know we asked for them in advance in the form. A lot of times I just let spirit bring through the questions because they'll lead you to where they want you to go. And so I just wanted you to know that those three energies on the other side just wanted you to know that they're there with you. And I feel like this is a part of your journey too, of coming into this spiritually awakened part of you. Not just for you, but who's the daughter that's here? You have the daughter and does she look like you? Like she has more of like your resemblance. Yeah. I have, I have three daughters, but my oldest, everyone says she looks just like, she looks and acts just like me. So, okay. Cause she's your highly sensitive empath too, correct? Oh yes. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, just, I want to say within the past two weeks, she said, can I tell you something? And I said, of course. And she said, do you ever feel like someone's like following you around in the house? (laughs) I said, why do you say that? And she said, I don't know. I just feel like that sometimes. And I was just like, well, might be, you never know. So just pay attention. No, your three little ones on the other side are saying that it is because, you know, sometimes they will show that a parent here has to pave a way for the child who's here to get to their path. And so our paths, like I'm kind of lacing my fingers together right now for those who can't see me, our paths tie together, right? Mm -hmm. And what they're saying is that yours and hers deeply are connected. Oh yeah. Yeah. And make that makes a lot of sense. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Keisha, thank you so, so much for being on the show today. I so appreciate your time and, and you just being here to share your story and you're just such a radiant soul. Thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me seriously. Yeah. And if people want to find out about your podcast or your CrossFit gym, where should they go? Yeah. So you can just, my website is the Kentucky mama.com. And that basically points you to everything. It has the podcast, has social media stuff on it. Everything's there. So awesome. Woohoo. Thank you so much, Keisha. Thank you. Bye. Beautiful souls, I'm so excited to announce that my book on angels and how they're working miracles in your life will be available on Amazon fall of 2021. If you're listening on or after fall of 2021, check it out. Friends, if you'd like to work with me each week, my angel membership program is perfect for you. You can join at any time and you get access to past courses. In 2021, I'll be teaching you about a new topic each month. We started the year in February with a course on oneness and raising your vibration. March is angel communication, how to hear your angels. April is trusting your intuition. May is knowing your soul's purpose. June is working with Archangel Raphael to learn self-energy healing techniques and Chakras 101. July is rewriting the stories you've been holding on to. August is all about rewiring your mind to move past blocks. September is energetically working through ancestral trauma. October is working with your inner child and Archangel Michael. November is a guide to being an empath. 
Then we're rounding out the year with a course in December that helps you connect with your loved ones on the other side to help you deepen your personal connection with them. And in January 2022, we'll be back with a whole new course on manifestation and co-creation. You get all of this live group access to me, two new pre-recorded Reiki healings, an advanced notice to book a session with me when you're an angel member. Sign up for the angel membership anytime. If you're listening in 2022, please know that we're planning to add new content each month. For details and to sign up, view the show notes below. Friends, the only thing that's not included in the Angel Membership right now is the Angel Reiki School, where you learn to develop your unique spiritual gifts. Whereas the Angel Membership is about your awakening journey and your personal spiritual growth, the Angel Reiki School, on the other hand, certifies you as an Angel Reiki Master Teacher and teaches you the art of energy healing and bringing through messages for your clients. Friends, if you're feeling called to the Angel Reiki School, it's because the souls you're here to help on earth, well, their omnipresent piece of them, you know, their higher selves on the other side, that's what's behind you, pushing you, fueling you to become who you're meant to be. Because when you do, They know your work will shift the trajectory of their life here. That's what I mean when I say you have big, big purpose in this lifetime. A new class of the Angel Reiki School starts on the first of each month. Speaking of the Angel Reiki School, we're going to need about 800 volunteers this year. We select volunteers from people who've written a five-star positive review and emailed us a copy. That way, we have a way of contacting you for your free volunteer session. Many of you have asked if I'm still booking sessions, and the answer to that is yes. I love, love, love my sessions with you. We have a new system where we send out an email once a month with a link to my calendar for you to book online. It's really easy. All you have to do is sign up to be on my email list on my website, theangelmedium.com. I've been spending a ton of time going live with you on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and I'm having a blast with it. Join me over on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new content, teaching videos, and actual video footage of these podcast episodes. Friends, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for being part of this community and listening to this show. I truly feel that this is your show and the angels show, and I just feel so blessed to be a part of it. You're the most supportive community a podcaster could have. I pray for you every day. If you have a special prayer request, you can submit it through my website homepage and I'll be praying for you personally. Now for the oneness meditation, which is the last five minutes of every episode. And as you do this meditation, you'll raise your vibration and the vibration of the planet. Friends, what I want you to do is to just get into a relaxed position. If you are driving, operating machinery, need to concentrate, 
then this meditation is not for you. But anyone who is able to focus their attention on it, please join me. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that your socks, your shoes are off and that your bare feet are able to connect with the soil of the earth. And down through the bottom, the soles of your feet are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. Those roots go down far and wide, anchoring you into the earth as if you were a tree yourself. And up through those roots comes this beautiful, yummy, tingly energy. It begins to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow this yummy, tingly energy to just dance up over your feet, around your ankles. Feel this yummy, tingly energy as it moves up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. Feel this energy at your knees and allow it to move up the thighs, the hamstrings, all the way up to the sides of the hips. I want you to allow this energy to move from the hips up to the base of your spine, the base of your stomach. And I want you to feel this energy as it climbs up the spine and the stomach all the way up until it reaches your heart. Peace-filled, 
oneness energy. It's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's bliss, it's ease, it's grace. And God just sends this energy through the crown of your head. It moves through your head, down through your neck, down through your shoulders, and it starts to pull this God energy, starts to pull around your heart, within your heart. And I just want you to feel that for a moment. And I want you to just tap in and notice. I want you to notice that your heart, your physical heart, is one with your body. And I want you to notice that your heart and your body are one with the air surrounding you. that your heart, your body, the air surrounding you are one with all life here on earth, all plants, all people, all animals, all life on earth. And now notice how your heart, body, air surrounding you, all life here on earth everything, everywhere. Friends, did you notice how your body got more expansive, your energy got more expansive, and you could feel out into your auric field, you could feel out into the energy of the world, into the energy of everything, everywhere. Friends, that is oneness, and you can carry oneness with you in your every day. I don't want you to stop here. I don't want you to open up your eyes. I want you to continue this meditation and to see that surrounding you are angels. You have guardian angels around you. You have cherub angels holding the space open for you to get into oneness at any time. You have archangels working with you in every area of your life. You have loved ones on the other side. See them. See them in detail, friends, because you seeing them in detail is the exact same thing as you going to them on the other side, knocking on their door, asking them to spend time with you. They love you so incredibly much. They want to spend time with you. They want to develop that relationship with you. When they're there, you're here. I know it's different, but you can still have that beautiful, incredible relationship. All of these beings, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, they form your spirit team who's always working to guide you, direct you, protect you. Friends, what I want you to do is just take some time with them right here, right now. What they want you to know is that they are working with you all the time. What they want you to know is that they are sending you signs and symbols to show you that they're next to you. Friends, they ask you to see that they are bringing in gift after gift after gift 
through your heart chakra to bless your life with miracles. Friends, it's your job to remain open, to believe, and to trust that they are working miracles in your life. Friends, I love you. They love you so incredibly much. Stay open and know, believe, trust, have faith, know like you know like you know that they are working with you always. See you here next time. Have a blessed day.